everyone. How's it going today? I hope everyone is blessed. Uh, this is Coach Cookie, your life and relationship coach. If this is your first time listening in, thank you so much for joining me today. If you like what you hear, please give the podcast a like, comment, and don't forget to share with your family and friends. To all my regular listeners out there, welcome back. And I want you to know that you're greatly appreciated. Here at Rising Higher, I'm going to give you some snippets for success to not only help you to survive, but to help you thrive. Now, in today's episode, I want to provide my listeners with a word of encouragement to keep you uplifted during this holiday season. Well, really, I'm thinking about the holiday seasons and I'm thinking about everyone that has to go through uh, the holiday seasons with toxic relationships or or they have to be alone during the holiday season. So this is just not only for the holiday season, but yes, this is for all year round. And yes, we're going to talk about how we can find peace in the midst of a storm. But before we get into that, let's talk about the high points from last week's episode called Sticking with Your Boundaries During the Holidays. Now, in this episode, we discuss how it's really a challenge for individuals to deal with narcissistic parents or family members during the holiday season because They're not that Hallmark family, but there is the desire or there is always this illusion to want to be like that Hallmark family. So as individuals or empaths, it feels like we're pressured to be with your narcissistic family members thinking, oh my goodness, it's going to be different this year. They're going to change and we're all going to be that Hallmark family. But this year for the hundredth time, you end up going to spend time with your family members, those toxic family members, and they abuse you like they do every year. Then you get upset and ask yourself, why do I keep putting myself through this every year? This episode will remind you about the importance of sticking with your boundaries during the holidays with narcissistic family members. I will also drop some other golden nuggets to help you protect yourself. If this sounds interesting and it sounds like something you need to work on or that you need to focus on, get the real scoop and check out the entire episode. Again, it's called sticking with your boundaries during the holiday season. Okay, so now let's get into the topic for today. So today's topic, you know, let me just start off by saying this. A lot of times, you know, we worry, we're depressed, we're unsettled, we're sad. You know, we are, we overthink things. We, we make trouble in our mind. Then we have trouble sleeping, um, because we're overthinking. We have all experienced all of these things or most of these things at some point of our lives. It doesn't make any difference if you're going no contact or if you're in contact during the holiday season. Your decision could be entailed with some type of other trauma where you're having these issues of being worried, stressed out, or anxious. Remember, nothing that has happened on life, nothing that has happened in this life of a man is not written in the Bible. Remember, nothing is new on earth. Even the people before the time of Jesus had their worries too. So let's think about that. We got Moses. He was afraid of being sent to Egypt because he feared people uh, wouldn't believe him. He was also anxious about he didn't understand what would happen. When he was being called by God to fight the Mennonites, he felt anxious about that too. He told God that he was the least in his family and his family belonged to the least of the clans of Israel. And we got Jeremiah. When Jeremiah was being called to the ministry, he experienced some fear too. He felt incompetent and he wasn't good enough to perform the task at hand because he felt he was too young and he didn't have the knowledge to speak. These were people who were concerned about something in the Bible 
they had some type of fear. They had some type of disbelief about something. They were worried. Even Jesus was dead in the tomb. His disciple, his disciples were afraid and they locked themselves up in a room. More often than not, we fear because of tomorrow and we and we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So a lot of times the unknown brings us anxiety and lack of peace. We'll be afraid of what will happen. We feel like we can't do anything about it. The Bible speaks in detail about the life of a man and gives him a guide on how to handle each per, each phase of life. So let's take a moment and take a closer look as to how we can find peace in the midst of a storm, whatever we may be going through. Let's start with Philippians 4 and 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication. Let your requests be known unto God. Let me be clear. Ne- God never said that we would not experience stress. He never said we would never feel sad or lonely. He never said we would never gri- we would never grieve or that we would never lack. Our lives as believers are no different than lives of others. We experience fully what a normal human being should experience in everyday life. We have low moments in life. Sometimes we almost fall into depression. Other times it may be hard for us to explain what we're feeling. But God says that we can experience peace in the midst of all of that. Philippians 4 and 7. And the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. In this, you know, in this verse, Paul talks of peace that surpasses understanding, a peace that is beyond comprehension. It means that even though you may be anxious or worried or you may be lonely or sad, you are grieving and mourning, but your heart is still filled with peace. You may be feeling lost or too much weight is on your shoulders right now, but there's still peace in your heart. So what does this peace that we can't explain or understand mean that that Jesus gave to the disciples? Peace can be defined as freedom from from disturbance. So the world may understand peace as a physical quietness, like the children being quiet in a classroom or, you know, the the road at night has no cars, so it's quiet. Or there may be a, a peace that you talk about because there's no war in our countries. But this is not what Jesus meant when he gave when he was talking about peace and when he gave peace to the disciples. Peace given by Jesus is not peace as the world knows it. Now, the spiritual meaning of peace is to be complete with our inner selves, which is a state of calmness in our hearts when all around us, when all around us is just chaos. It is to be complete despite the worries, the pain and the anxiety is not the absence of these things. Of course, they're going to be there. So it's not that like we're not going to experience these things. They're going to be there because we're human. But the calm of the heart is in the midst of that, whatever we're going through. The kind of peace that is beyond understanding can only be found in Jesus, not in the world or in your family or in your friends. For us to experience that inner peace, we must take our worries to him. We must surrender our anxiety to him. First Peter 5 and 7, cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Remember, Jesus took all our pain on the cross. He died so that we would be lifted of our burdens and we could have life and have life in abundance. So what does that mean? Life in abundance is life free of worries and stress and have the knowledge that God is in control of everything. We can experience life in abundance if we're always worried about what tomorrow holds. If we have worries about tomorrow, we won't be able to experience all the joys of today. Jesus Jesus cautions us against worrying. Matthew 6, 25. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body, what you will wear. 
Is not more than food and the body more than clothes? Matthew 6.34 goes on to say that, Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Worry, anxiety, and stress do so much damage to us. It harms us physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Some of the diseases we suffer from are due to stress, such as high blood pressure or heart-related problems is due to stress. Our psychological being suffers too when we are stressed out. We're unable to stay comfortable around others. Our spiritual growth is affected as well. We see no joy or salvation and we feel like giving up. Psalms 12:25. An anxious heart, an anxious I can't believe it. I said it like this. Anxious heart. Okay, we all have a word we cannot pronounce. <laughs> an anxious heart weighs a man down but a kind word cheers him up it is also true that at times we worry about things we have no control over everybody does that stop doing that we we can get worried because we look a certain way but want to appear another way when around other people we can't experience peace if we keep taking into our hands what we can't carry or what we can't handle we can't take god's place in our lives and expect to live smoothly we need to allow god to have control over us and when we do that, he will give us the peace that we desire, that we're looking for. We must surrender ourselves to God and and give him our all, or we must give it to, we, we must surrender ourselves to God and give him our all. There are things in our lives that we cannot change. And the sooner we give give those things to God, our worries and anxieties about them, the better we will be. The serenity prayer helps us to surrender to God. It says, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things that I can't change and the courage to change the things that I can and the wisdom to know the difference. We should not try to control things that are not our responsibility. God wants us to live our lives without having to worry about anything. Even when times are dark, the sea of life is rough and the storms have risen against us. He promises us peace if we give it to him. Turn it over to him. God wants us to leave it all to him. He says in Psalms 34, 17, when the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of their troubles. You know, sometimes we feel so overwhelmed that we find it hard to find peace. If we take our troubles to God in prayer and surrender our worries to him, we would then be able to experience his peace. This won't make the pain go away. It won't make the loss less painful. It would not change the fact that we are upset and we're in the midst of a trial or a tribulation. It's not going to change any of that at all, but it will help us to be settled in our heart. It will calm us and give us a reason to still smile even when we want to cry. Something that we cannot explain is a divine doing, which is the peace that God gives us. God just promises peace in the midst of difficulties and hard times, not a life free of them. We should always seek his peace. We should always seek this peace that God gives in prayer. Psalms 50, 55, 22. Cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord is going to hear you and he's going to deliver them out of all of their troubles. God has promised us deliverance. If we take our burdens to him, he promises us a peace that is beyond logic. Our God is a God of peace. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. In him, we can have peace, calm, and courage in the language of God. Remember, we can't communicate 
he remember he can't communicate to us through anxiety and stress so you need to get rid of that let me say that again he cannot communicate to us through anxiety and stress second timothy 1 and 7 for god gave us a spirit not of fear but of power and love and self-control our fears do not make us lesser of children to him but he wants us to overcome our worries anxieties and discomforts I really hope this really helps somebody out there today and resonates with them. To all my listeners out there who have to deal with narcissists during this holiday season, or if you decide to stay no contact for the holiday season, I understand this is a very difficult time for you. I have been there, done that. So if you are anxious or something may be troubling you deep within, you may be emotionally hurt or deeply upset. You might be in a tough situation right now, but it is possible to experience peace during all of that. You don't have to be alone this this holiday season. Spend some time with the Lord and pray. Yes, let this be the year that you surrender and take your worries and anxieties to Him. Go. You know, give it all to God and allow him to take control over the situation so you can experience comfort and so he can comfort you. Allow him to do that for you. Let him comfort you and give you peace in your heart. Trust me on this one. Just take just take it to prayer. Let it go and enjoy your new life doing your healing journey, not just for the holidays, but for a lifetime. Now, I know I'm speaking to a lot of people out there. And I know for a lot of my listeners, this topic is easier said than done, but you can get through this. And I'm praying for everyone under the sound of my voice. If you have any questions that you would like for me to answer, a topic that you would like for me to do an episode on, or you may feel like you could benefit from one-on-one coaching, hit me up at heycoachcookie at gmail.com. This is Coach Cookie sending everyone a big hug and reminding you to love yourself first as we rise higher together. Be blessed and I'll talk to you soon.